the conversion or the call uh, of St. Paul yesterday. And today we have two of his uh, closest collaborators um, in, uh, in the faith, and that's Timothy and Titus. And we have this beautiful, you, know, you think about the, when we read a reading from the Bible, and, and we can kind of step way back and look at the whole thing, like the entire thing. And in this case, it's a letter. It's a letter written from a, a father to a son. That's the way that, that's the way that Paul looked at Timothy, like his son. And, you know, I think it's a, it's a beautiful way to approach what, what Paul is saying in this case to Timothy, uh, a, a priest, a bishop, who Paul had laid hands on. We get, a, we get a little glimpse of that in the letter. Remember the gift given to you when I laid hands on you. And we, we should be thinking of ordination, okay? When Paul ordained uh, Timothy. And, and he reminds and encourages Timothy. And I think about you fathers and mothers out there, and I don't know, you know, when you speak to your children or even write a letter to your children, words of encouragement and also words of challenge weaved in there very gently. And, and if we look at it here, he says, you know, I'm grateful to God for you. I, long, I yearn, he says, I yearn to see you. And, uh, and then he reminds him to stir into flame. Don't let your faith become cold. That there's something that you must do. You must stir up your faith. And what does that look like in our lives? Well, maybe it's coming to daily mass. Maybe it's doing something extra special for Lent. Maybe it's taking on a new devotional practice, whatever it might be. Maybe it's just spending more time in prayer, asking God to rekindle the gift of faith. And then he reminds him also of the, the gifts that were given to him, the gift of courage and power and love and self-control. There's just three that he named there. So here's a father talking to his son about, you know, you, you have these qualities. Don't let them die. Stir them up that you may live your life as a witness to the gospel. And then he says this, this is a line that jumped out of me every, a few years ago when I read this letter. And again, you try to read these like they're written to you. Remember that, okay? We read all of this in a sense like it's written to us. We're not just some cold observer, but it's written to us as well. And so these words jumped off the page at me. Bear your share of hardship for the gospel. You know, nobody said it was going to be easy. And so living our lives in the gospel is going to be, not always by any means, but certainly at times, bring hardship. And so here's Paul speaking to his son, writing to his son, Timothy, giving him this beautiful words of encouragement and affection and sincerity and challenge, right? 
And so we hear Paul speak to us today, and maybe we're reminded of how we should speak to our children. Words of encouragement and words of challenge, words of pointing upward. And then uh, Paul also reminds him that, you know, he is a prisoner for the sake of the gospel. So Paul has been uh, in chains. So nonetheless, beautiful, what we call a pastoral epistle, a letter of pastoral guidance from a, a bishop to a priest or from a, if you will, an archbishop to a, a bishop, uh, or really maybe I think the better model is from a father to a son, a spiritual, spiritually. So stir up the gift of faith given to you. Remember that you were given power, that you were given the gift of self-control. Stir these things up in your soul and live them fully and uh, bear your share of hardship for the gospel.